Hi, I'm Tim Ferguson. Welcome to Made Possible. Five stories of Australians inspiring change for people with disabilities and our communities. Have you ever met someone that's so vibrant, has such a strong passion, that it reminds you about all the good things in life and how sometimes breaking the rules is the right way to do things? This is one of our good friends. <laughs> one of many. Yeah, that's it. Um, how are you? Good, yeah. Yeah, good, good. You good? Yeah, always. Right, I gotta go. Yeah, I'll good. be later. Busy man, mate. If you're walking along North Wollongong Beach, you might encounter Big Red. He'll give you a hoy, he'll give you a wave and wish you well. He's a very big guy. I guess the nickname might have given that away. I come here every morning. Majority of every day and some days twice a day. Because I love it here, and looking out at the ocean helps me feel grounded. Just relaxing and being part of one in my environment, remembering my place in the world. Just get a beverage and sit and relax, and then do a big walk. By beverage, Brent means two green teas, a coffee and water. In 2012, just after my super angel dog Brewster Kelly died and then I was a bit manic and during that time I did do a fair bit of gorilla tree planting here, there and wherever I could. You heard that right, a gorilla tree planter. Because I love planting native plants and trees everywhere and it's something that I wanted to do to make me feel at one with my community. Let's walk, we're gonna to get to the tree. Ah, there's mum. Yeah, just Hello. over here. Come on, mum. Just over here, over that way. Just that big gum tree there. Can you see it? Yeah. So it's six years old. There's only a little tubling when I planted it. Walk across here. Here she is, here's my big baby! Eucalyptus robusta! Eucalyptus swamp mahogany gum! Six years old, ten metres tall. It's my favourite because it's beautiful trunk and beautiful foliage. And the lemon tree as well, I planted that. Bottle brush and the Melaleuca paperback. Brent is passionate about conservation and about giving back to the community. He planted a group of trees, eucalyptus, bottle brush, a lemon tree and a paperback right in the middle of a park lawn. Wollongong City Council could have just removed the trees, but they went for an inclusive approach, accommodating Brent's passion. Brent's mum, Jenny, is his champion. 
his beach walking companion and his primary carer. Hi, I'm Jenny Kelly and um, I'm Brent's mother and he's my youngest from four children. Council knew who had planted them so they got in contact with Brent and said look you know like we've noticed that you've put a few more plants in the park we've looked at it and assessed it and for the lawn mowing people it's going to be a bit too difficult for them to mow around it so we're just wondering with your permission we'll go down and we'll find another spot and you can let us know whether you'd be satisfied with that. So they came down and suggested here and Brent thought that that was a good idea. But when it came to his guerrilla activities, she only found out one day when there was a knock on the door. I actually had a knock on the door and um, he had ordered all of these plants online and um, a courier arrived with 200 plants on my doorstep, yeah. Um, A little bit of a shock, but I'm going to say with Brent, you know, like I don't like to discourage him. I try and, you know, like if it can put a smile on his face and he feels that he's done something that's going to be for other people as well. But as I said, I do try and encourage him to just stick to the norm. I do remind him of the laws and the rights and, you know, things that he has to take in place. And it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard, but, you know, yeah, we get there most of the time. NDIS funding helps support Big Red to be more independent in his community. He's been able to get support workers that, you know, like can give him some activities to do and have him learn to be with other people and away from me as well because I don't think it's healthy for him to, you know, like just be with me and I'm his primary carer. You know, he needs to learn to be with other people. Brent was 18 when he was involved in a car accident that left him with a traumatic brain injury. Life changed a lot for Brent, but he's kept his passion about seeing the world and for nature and conservation. (laughs) Hello, Tim Ferguson. Hey, hello. I am Big Red Brent Peter Kelly, the one and only, a beautifully grounded mystery angel man, king of the world I am. Oh, that works. (laughs) You like that? Yeah, are we starting? We're good to start. Can I just check everyone has their phones on silent? Yeah, I put mine on silent. I put my phone on fairly quiet. (laughs) But first things first, how does someone end up with a nickname like Big Red? When I was eight years old, my mum took me on a holiday backpacking all over Europe for six months. And we were in Salzburg, Austria at an art gallery. And I saw a great old portrait of the old historical Big Red the Clown. And when I looked into his eyes in the portrait, I realised that he must be a distant family heritage person of myself. And then when I was a teenager, my older brother, who's 18 years older than me, used to work for Cisco. So he used to travel backwards and forwards from America all the time. And whenever he came back to Australia from America... He would bring me a couple of packets of Big Red chewing gum. And now I just acquired the name Big Red. 
Big Red, your mum Jenny mentioned that she opened the door to hundreds of plants. Yeah. Um, what does she mean by that? I ordered hundreds of tube stock from a nursery at Byron Bay and they got delivered to my house and there was like 10 big boxes full of tubes of tube stock native plants and trees. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was doing the gorilla tree planting. I'll tell you the story about what happened. It was Valentine's Day 2012 and my super angel dog Brewster Kelly died. So then after that, I was a bit, you know, depressed and sad and that. Brent was hospitalised, but after he was discharged, he planted his first trees. So I planted some native plants and trees and it was like gravel. And when I went to dig a hole, I needed a crowbar because it was like blue metal and concrete and that. But I managed to get the holes dug and planted the trees. And then over the next couple of weeks, I was watering the trees every day out of a big silver bucket from the fountain. So that started the gorilla tree planting. And then after that, I just planted them everywhere. <laughs> and those native rosemary and calistamins and paper barks still stand where they are, where I planted them. And so how do you choose a, a good spot when you're going to plant a tree? I just know it's the right spot when I feel it. I think I'll plant one here. And so uh, what are your favourite well ones? I'm known for in our Illawarra Wollongong for doing gorilla planting. And so by gorilla planting, is that like at night illegally? <laughs> no, I did it in the daytime, <laughs> wherever I wanted to. And so do you need permission? <laughs> well, so what sort of stuff do you plant? Just native plants and trees, whatever I can. Brent's always been passionate about conservation and the environment. He was a keen scout as a kid, and a lot of things changed after his 18th birthday, but not that passion. Um, and so you've had a car accident. Yeah, I had my critical car accident on November the 29th, 2002. And what happened? It was only five weeks after my 18th birthday. All oh, right, and so were you driving? Yeah, I lived on a roller coaster of a road near the Botanical Gardens and the University in Wollongong, and I was just, it was pouring down rain, and I went over one hill, and then we started sliding, and we did a couple of 360s and hit a telegraph pole on my side of the car. And so, how did that accident affect you? It, I. I didn't bang my head, but I had lack of oxygen to the brain, which gave me frontal lobe brain damage. And then as a result of being wrongly diagnosed and mismedicated, I developed bipolar disorder and schizophrenic tendencies. And so uh, are they, do they take a lot for you to manage? No, nah, I'm all good now. Yeah, that's huge. Um, And so... What would you like people to know about your disability? People with a disability like myself, the ordinary public can't see my disability because there's nothing wrong with me physically and I'm a very intelligent person 
but I do have frontal lobe brain damage and developed bipolar disorder with schizophrenic tendencies, but people can't really see my disability, so they say, oh, he's all right, there's nothing wrong with him in that, but there is. And I've come a long way with all the rehabilitation that I've had to do in the past and to get on the right medications that I'm on now. So it's been a big battle. It's been a long road. So how does your disability make you act sometimes? Uh, Impulsivity, judgment. And so sometimes it's just you don't hit the mark. It's not on target. Yeah, I can be a bit loud and egocentric sometimes. And the medications are very strong and they make me lazy and slow and weight gain. So I'm a very big man. I'm 162 kilos. Wow, man, that's, that's... Probably twice as much as you. I think so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I was big, but, you know... There's a reason they call you Big Red and not me Big Brown, <laughs> which would be, you know, less fun. Um, and so how do people react sometimes if you are exhibiting those things, if you are being loud or, you know, and you are a big fella? They just ignore me. Right. It's what they're just a bit daunted by you. And scared of being in the spotlight because I'm the one. So wherever I travel, there's always the eye watching me. So they're scared of being stuck in the spotlight. Yeah, because you're a big guy. I mean, you and you get noticed today. You're wearing, you know, your bright red shorts. You've got, you know... Rainbow socks. <laughs> so you're going to get noticed. So people will, you know, they will get nervous because it's like standing next to a bright light, as you say. Yeah, that's right. How do you handle bad days if you have them? I don't have bad days anymore. I've reached a good position where I'm at at the moment and I have a big destiny and future ahead of me partly with the magic that my stars and big red superstars make for me and what I'm doing myself. Big Red's trees are now taller than him and he's given up his gorilla tree planting for now. You're a lot more calm, uh, less of a uh, gorilla. <laughs> more of an orangutan. Yeah, more of an <laughs> orangutan. Silent king of the forest. Oh, Big Red, thanks so much for coming in. Great to talk to you. <laughs> it's been your privilege and my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> We're best mates. We're best mates. And I just hope that, you know, like, There'll be other best mates there because I won't always be able to keep up his pace. Um, so, yeah, at the moment, we just enjoy what we've got. Hello, everyone from everywhere with everything. It is me. I am the one. One and only Big Red Brent Peter Kelly. A very grounded, humble, noble, beautifully grounded, mystery angel man, king of the world, big red sky full of stars and superstars I am. And I love everyone from everywhere with everything. The one, the only, Brent Big Red Kelly. Or was that mystery angel man? 
There are four more episodes of Made Possible available on your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review us. Thanks to producers Sarah Marshman and Martin Peralta. Theme music was written by the amazing Jess Maloney and Matt Maladi. My name is Tim Ferguson, unless you can come up with something better. Made Possible is an eardrum production for Uniting, delivering the NDIS in your community. For more information about the NDIS, visit ndis.gov.au or give those lovely people a call on 1-800-800-110.